0: You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of black women who drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. Welcome back, because this week's episode is a rewind episode, and taking it out of the vault and the reason why I am posting this episode is because of course we are still in lockdown and we are now weeks into it and I know that there are people who may be struggling in their relationships because the truth is you don't really spend that much time with your (laughs) partner. partner as you do now I mean that's the truth right that is the truth usually unless you work with your partner some people do they work with their partner they have their own they you know run businesses together and stuff like that but for the most part most people leave in the morning like if it's a traditional go off to do other work and then come back in the evening and hang out at the weekends I mean that's if I I say like a kind of like a It's a gross generalization, but I want to say that the majority of people do not spend 24-7 with their partners, right? We know that certainly in China, what they found after people started to emerge was the divorce rate went out up by, I think it was like 64%. I mean, it was ridiculously high. And we know that that's happening, uh, you know, that, that is going to be a potential outcome in all of the various countries around the world unless people are paying attention to their relationship now the other side of that spectrum is that it has the potential to deepen relationships too it has the potential to have some time to explore what who are we as a couple because I'm thinking of intimate relationships but we can we're going to extend that out to other relationships in the family but who are we as a couple and as a partnership and what does it mean for us to be together? You know, if we look forward at the other side of this time together, where would we want our relationship to be? So that's one end of the spectrum where it's like you can deepen the relationship and get it, it can get it stronger. And the other end of the spectrum is, of course, people are feeling very, very challenged. And, you know, and then we kind of extend out where it's just like really dysfunctional relationships that... I think what this episode that I'm posting is about one that I posted in 2018 I think it was February 2018 around Valentine's I did one on relationships in that episode I shared what were the principles that myself and Dan my husband created for our relationship when we began and the ones that have held true for us over the years and the ones that we we lean on really and it now and and it really it really makes a huge difference for us um these principles and it has helped us over the years we have now been together it'll be 20 years this year we'll be married for 19 years in no- november this year in that time you know we you 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 go through many things many things that are from within your relationship and there are many things that are because there's just been challenging times outside of our relationship that presses on us and so how do we handle that how do we handle that so I shared that then and I thought it'd be helpful to share that now when I put out the episode as well in at that time I got really good feedback on it you know that some people found it helpful as a starter point even to kind of prompt discussions in their own relationship and so I'm you know I'm going to share this episode again because um, people found it helpful and I think it could be helpful now at this time. Before I Dive, we dive into that episode I want to just share with you a couple of things at this time you know there's so many things that I know that I'm doing I'm just having to you know I shared about my time the time to pivot a, a few weeks ago and I am just like pivoting all over the place you know and that's the role of an entrepreneur you just have to look and create and see what's next and, the, and what is this calling for me to develop in my business in this time so you will see a number of new and different things coming out and one thing that I want to share with you is I'm spending much more time in the She's Got Drive Facebook community and building that community um, online there and I'm going to start doing oh I did started this week doing a thing called Tuesday trainings where I do like a a jump on at 8.30 um, central time and we'll be doing a, an input on training and development and personal development that's all about how to enhance your life, how to create the life that you want, how to have agency on your own life and forwarding our work together in, in creating the life that we love and creating the life of our dreams. How do we do that step by step? So um, if you're interested in that, then join the She's Got Drive Facebook group and then I'll be doing the, it's a private Facebook group. So join the Facebook group and I'll be doing trainings in there. And they're free, of course. So that's the Tuesday trainings that are happening in the group. The other thing I do want to encourage you to go to com forward slash self-care. Again, these links are going to be in the show notes because... There is a questionnaire that's in there that you can do to assess how you're doing on your self-care. And I'm hearing so many things from so many directions, that the mix of how people are doing. And some of it is kind of also not understanding and being clear about what you can do um, to increase your spiritual well-being, to increase your mental well-being, to increase your... And physical well-being and some of those things that you can do kind of can be small acts that make a huge difference so this is a free resource for you to be able to support yourself around your self-care so please head over to shirleymacalpine.com forward slash self-care the link is in the show notes so just click the details in your app And you will see the links there that will take you through to download that free resource, like a checklist. And also like it's a self-assessment, you know, and it works, it works, it works. And you can then see what you can do to improve on on your self-care, little steps, baby steps. Let's take baby steps, people. So that's another resource for you. I'm seeing what else could I can keep supporting you around. And just a couple of other things I wanted to kind of tell you about is, I've started, as I said, I think I shared last time. I started putting out on Amazon. She's got drive journals, they're notebooks that are have inspirational quotes on them, and they have sheets where you can put your create your your list for the day, your thoughts for the day, places for you to put notes. So, um, the link is in the in my show notes again to take you to a page where you can buy those books. They're like five dollars each. Beautifully designed and by Natasha Merrifield, who also designed my artwork. So I'm working with her around the design. And what will be coming through is that I'm going to have some gratitude journals, some other things that are coming through planners, um, things that it can that I know that I use, I know that people use, and and that can be resources to help us live our best life. Hashtag best life, really. So they they're coming out, but that's out now, and you can click the link. I encourage you to go and buy, get your notebooks get your journals and um, you'll love the designs. The designs are really beautiful. Of course, I would say that, wouldn't I? Okay. And the last, last but not least, before we head into the show is, I started doing a coaching, a workshop for coaches or people who are interested in, in being, uh, having their own coaching business. I know that at this time, as people have been laid off, they'll be looking for, some of that is going to lead to entrepreneurship. And if, being a coach is one of the things that you're interested in or if you've always wanted to be a coach and you're transition you want to transition into that and see how you do it or if you have been a coach or started a coaching business but you're not gaining traction in that it's not building because it's actually really a difficult area to be successful in and why I say that is because research tells us that only 26% of people who start a coaching business actually make a decent living so that's to tell you, there are a lot more people who who start as coaches, or a lot more people who get trained as coaches, than actually end up running a viable business as a coach. Because it really takes certain certain things to do that. That said, I've put on I'm putting on workshops that uh, they kind of run in every couple of weeks. The next one's on the twelfth of May. And it's $25 to, as I walk you through a a step process, to help you think about what are the things that you need to consider as you set up a coaching business. And the feedback that I'm getting is so great that people are leaving with clarity uh, around their goals. They're leaving with how to assess how they're doing in terms of their own coaching and then what they can they can provide their clients. They're leaving with ideas around how to structure their coaching offers. They're leaving, leaving with ideas around an increased kind of kind of confidence as well as having some with increased motivation to get on with creating their coaching business and taking it to the next level. So look out for that. So if you go to ShirleyMCAlpine.com forward slash coach you can sign up for that, that program. That's The next one's gonna run on the 12th of May. That's a Tuesday evening on the 12th of May. Okay, that was long, wasn't it? Let's um get into this week's episode where I share with you the principles that myself and Dan came up with when we were at the beginning of our relationship that holds true for us today. I'd be really interested to hear what you think about them or what you do with them. Um, having listened to the episode. Okay, then over to me, really. Let's get going on those relationship principles. I thought it would be helpful as well as, I just, you know, I just love to share what the principles that my husband and I invented really created for our own relationship when we got it together. So some just background, you know, we, we met 19 years ago. And, um, and then started our relationship 18 years ago, you know, so it was the next year that we actually started seeing each other. And then this year, and then we got married the following year. So we got together and then we we're together for just over a year and then we got married. And in fact, we got engaged three months after we started our relationship. And, you know, when you find the one you want it to start now. That's a famous phrase, isn't it? One of my favorite movies when Harry met Sally. Um, So it's a 17 year, it's a wonderful relationship and wonderful marriage. Should I say it's a 19 year relationship, if you like, because if the point where we first clocked eyes on each other. Um, And so I wanted to, it's like share, what is it that has it work over that time? And it's different for different people. So this isn't going to be, you know, based on lots of research on, you know, what has relationships work. This isn't this, that isn't what this episode is going to be. This episode is what are the principles that myself and my husband created that are the cornerstones for our relationship, that we are our commitments to one another that we live by and that we invented and created now 18 years ago, and um, really has it works, you know, so why not share it? Why not share it? You know, I love him more now than I did when we got together or when we decided to get married and and really, at the time, if you'd said that to me, I wouldn't have thought that was possible, but I really do. you know it's a deeper love than um, then, then, it, then, then. Um, and as I look at him now I still get a flutter in my stomach I still get excited about being married to him I feel I can feel it in my body now as I share about him and as I do this episode and it really makes me smile when I think about him and when I think about us and I just yeah it's just, a, it's, just it's just great it's just a great relationship I mean what can I say it's a great relationship I am certain that it started off on the right path because we chose well, we chose each other and we didn't settle for someone that we didn't really want to be with, you know? So we were in individually in pursuit of finding the person that, that, that was ours. And I think, you know, if you've listened to the episode of Margaret Greer, you know, I share in that, that I... I was seeing someone before him that he was a great guy, but he just wasn't my great guy. He needed to find his great partner, and so and that was a conversation that I had with him when we, I ended that relationship. I said, "You're great, but and you're someone else's great, and you and it's, you you ought to find your great, and I'll go and find mine." Um, and yeah, so that was it. Was really aware that. I was in looking for a person who was going to be the person who was going to, I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And there were a couple of questions that both of us, Dan and I answered um, beyond the obvious question, would you marry me? But the um, two questions that were answered that helped us figure out whether this is this the person is this quote unquote the one for us and so the first question is is this the person that you want to wake up in the morning for the rest of your life so I look is this the person I want to wake up every day for the rest of my life to this person and the answer was yes the answer was absolutely yes And then the second question was, and this question was a question that was given really to Dan as he was thinking about us and, you know, this future of being married together. One of a friend of ours gave him this question and it was like a really great question for us to think about. And the question was, when things get challenging in life, when things come up in your marriage... And whether it's just between you, something that's come up or when life happens, is this the person that you want to work it out with? And when that question was given to us, it was so like a big light bulb was like, oh, my God, that's it. You are the person that I want to work it out with when things are challenging or when life doesn't go your way. And so once those two questions were answered it was clear for us that that we wanted to be together and as I said we got engaged like 3 months after we started dating and uh it was really really clear for us that this was this was it. And having both answered those questions we decided that we'd really wanted to create our relationship around some core beliefs and some principles and really think that our mar- our marriage is not someone else's marriage or someone our relationship is not someone else's relationship. And so based on that, we needed to create what are the things that work will work for us. And these were like commitments or declarations, things that had started to kind of show up with things that worked in our relationship already, but you know, you walk you you commit to being married, and you know you do not know what the the years ahead are going to be. And so what are the things that we want to stand by and live our relationship inside of that would empower us and have us have a fabulous relationship? And so we sat down. And we had this, these, this conversation or a series of conversations to create what our core beliefs were around our relationship, and they have they stand today as true today as they were when we invented them, and now obviously they're they're ones that have build, been our building blocks for our relationship, getting to where it is now. And yeah, and so that's why it's been very powerful as I reflect on them. They're very powerful for me. And so I wanted to share them with you. So here we are. So there are eight principles that I'm going to share with you. So I'm calling them the eight principles of a relationship built to last. The first one that we created is that we say I love you to each other every day more than one time a day. Now, at the time when we created this, there was no doubt that I'm going to, I say, I love you. i just, it's just just what we say. We just said it all the time. And we, um, and at the same time, we couldn't, we didn't know whether that would be the case in 15 years or 10 years or five years, you know, would there be a kind of a, would it be something that you would just be given to do and in fact i want to say that there is such a neg sometimes there can be some negative energy around relationships where people aren't really f- really um for the relationship winning even or there's just something that can be disempowering around relationships um even ones where they're happy and it's great you know and i say this because i'm going to share One story is after we got married, I remember coming back from my honeymoon and I mean, I literally could have been dancing down the road. I mean, I almost was actually. And I cannot tell you the number of people who said to me as I came back and was saying, I'm just back from my honeymoon. Oh, I just got married. I love love Dan, you know, he's my husband. And just getting used to, you know, saying that he's my husband. The amount of people said to me, oh, uh, you're in the honeymoon period now, but you wait. You wait till it's like 10 years down the line. It wasn't just one person. There was quite a few. And I said to them, number one, do not on my parade, okay? I, I am not you. So don't do that. Don't do that. I've just literally got married and now you want to on my parade. no. So that's not happening. And the other thing was really getting that it's on us. It's on us to create this relationship because there will be people who will not be for you winning. You know, that's the true. I've said this before in other spaces, you know, when we're creating goals, it's the same thing. You know, if you're in a relationship and he is great with you and she is great, with you or they are great with you and you know I'm not talking about those ones that are really not great good for people and people aren't for you winning you know you want to check that you want to check that and so I remember that really vividly and it and it had me even feel really even stronger about what we created as a unit and how we stood in our own Principles and core beliefs for our, our relationship and what we were, what we wanted. So let me come back to the first one, so to story, that story. After that story, so say I love you to each other every day, more than one time a day. And you know, I never get tired of hearing it. I never get tired of hearing it. I never get tired of saying those words to him, and I never get tired of him saying them to me. I feel it's like this warmth and um, inside. Um, And there've been some times when I've needed to hear it more than others. You know, there's sometimes when it feels like, you know, I love you. And it's kind of, and then sometimes it's like, I really need to hear it. And, um, and there is is points in the day when we can be present. And then, you know, sometimes it's playful and sometimes it's, more um what's the word intentional if you like in saying it and being with each other but it's it gives us pause in our day and you know we can catch ourselves in the day and go hold on a minute you haven't told me you love me or I haven't told you I love you and it just allows us to be being with each other being present with each other because in these times It's there are so many distractions, you know, there are our normal devices, distractions, uh, that habit that many of us have formed. But there are also like, you know, we have two kids, they have a schedule. (laughs) We both have jobs, of course. And, you know, we travel a lot. There's lots of ways that we can, um, you know, not be be present with each other uh, in, in that way. So that's our first one. Say I love you to each other every day. The second one is that we will always support each other's growth and who or what we want to be in the world. That we knew that when we got, that we couldn't expect that inside of a marriage that you're going to stay, you're going to stand still and be the same person um, that you married. You know, I, I mean, of course there's core parts of me. That's the same, but, I'm not the person that got married, you know, nearly 17 years ago. I'm not that woman. You know, I'm, a, I am, ai am i I've grown, I have matured. I have um, the different things that I, you know, want to do and do and, and so on. And so whilst our, whilst we, in order to live our purpose, which sometimes changes, our calling changes can shift and alter, you know, how do we support each other in, 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 Fulfilling our purposes in the world, and um, and you know, be inspired and support each other. You know, why wouldn't you know? There's another part. of this, Why wouldn't you? Is another question. But I know that some people don't have that. So even when it's presented us with real challenges around that, because it has, you know, like when. isn't always right timing you know in terms of what you want to pursue or what you want the choices that you want to make and it can impact the whole family and at the same time our commitment is that we trust that we'll figure out what we need to um because if we're being and living who we want to be then we'll then we're happy and if we're happy if I'm happy and he's happy, then we're more likely to be happy together. So, <laughs> um, so that's the other, other principle. We always support each other in our, each other's growth on who and what we want to be in the world. Okay. The third um, one is never go to sleep on an argument. Or an extension of that is never leave each other's company on an argument. And so that means, now, trust me, we have argued, (laughs) right? Um, Not that much for 18 years, but we have argued. When we have, we do not go to sleep or leave each other's company without saying that we love each other, that we know that this issue is not resolved, whatever it is, and that we're confident that we will figure it out. And, you know, you might find that, really unbelievable but that it, it, it is how we roll and you know there has been times when we've tested it and tried not to trust me there's been times when I thought I am not telling you I love you I'm not gonna get this one. I'm not saying I'm just not gonna do it and um what happens is you know when I've done that a couple of times we turn the light out and I lie in bed and I cannot sleep I am totally unable to sleep And then I say to him, are you asleep? And he says no. And um, and until we turn the light back on and say what we need to. So even when it's tough at times and I have looked at him and there's been times when, you know, I wasn't in the experience of loving him. Let's just put it that way. In that moment. But I really knew that that feeling would pass, that love would, ret- that feeling of being um, present to love in him will return, that it was whatever that issue is that was blocking that, that was in the way and that we would work it out. So we could say, you know, that I love you and it's difficult or we get There's this issue, we will get it resolved, like committed to getting resolved. And it just allows us to sleep and be present with one another, you know, and we do that if we're, we travel a lot, we leave each other's company a lot, you know, in terms of that. And so it's really important when we do when we're when we're coming and going, that we leave each other in a space of love and knowing and And, as I said, even when we've had things that we've needed to figure out together that that's what that's like primary primary so the fifth one is our marriage is a partnership now, you might say, well, of course it is you know <laughs> well, that's an obvious one Shirley um but for us, what we did was we we created that as, as our thing, it's our partnership. So, and then, then what does it mean? What does partnership mean for us? Um, because partnership can mean a number of things for people, but what does it mean for us? And that I am for my husband and he is for me and that we are each other's greatest champion, that we support each other in being our best. And so, um, that, and what does that mean? That we we can figure out what that means in in different domains of our life. What does partnership mean in our home life? You know, what does partnership mean around our money? What does partnership mean um, in with the children? What does partnership mean? You know, as we pursue what we want in life. You know, so I am for him, and he is for me. And um, see, so defining, finding some thing for you in your relationship is really like important you know so and defining it for your for you as a couple versus whatever the kind of global thing is you know I think that you know it's really important that these other lots of years lots of books on relationships and you know to take all of that and then apply it to to your own relationship and what it means to you i think is really key so we took the word partnership and it um, and we it evolved into what it means for us and and um and, and how it how it shows up in our in our kind of daily life and how it shows up in our, how we plan and create our future life too together number 6 is as a couple we do not stand still we grow. So there's the support of each other individually is one of the principles, but the other is as a couple, we do not stand still, we grow. And that's a commitment that we made to each other is our lives are committed to being extraordinary together, that we're committed to leading an an extraordinary life together. We created our life as an adventure, So, um, and then when we notice where it's going a bit stale or it's kind of getting a bit ordinary, it's kind of slowing down, then we're like, we need to shake this up. We said we would be extraordinary, you know? And so we look at that. Um, Our move to the States was, was, was out of that, you know? Yeah, it was really. It's just like we said that it would be extraordinary. We're turning into Mr. And Mrs. Ordinary. Let's do something else, and and off we off we head on our U.S. adventure, um, and being here and creating uh, our life here and being proactive in inventing futures for us, for us as a couple and us as a family. Because of course the kids come too. Now wherever we roll, the kids come, and um. Yeah, so then, so that's what we kind of uh, created for ourselves, that we grow together. Right, number seven is on our anniversary, we renew our vows and the words that we said to each other during our wedding ceremony every year. And um, we remind ourselves of the commitments that we made And each time we do it, I'm struck by how I can hear something new in the words. And that there's a kind of like a deeper understanding. I mean, so we've got the booklet that we had, um, from our ceremony and, you know, exactly the paragraphs that we said and we, and we take it in turns to say our piece, you know, say each part and do the readings and, and all of that. Um, And I'm amazed because I think that if we weren't doing that, how could we remember what we said? You know, because it's not, is it embodied, you know, if you say it once or twice? Um, So it's something that each year reminds us of who we are for one another and what we created and what we promised and what we committed to. And we can, as I said, I can hear, I get a deeper understanding of it. And it takes Um, it takes us to a really special place as we read the readings and the vows to each other um, and together. So we do that every year. And the last one is inside of the vows. And it it may feel a bit heavy when I say it, but, you know, there isn't anything that's going to part us except death. We say it in our vows. But we owned this as ours. And um, it allows us a knowing of each other, of being there no matter what. It means that we're not afraid of the other leaving. If we hit a difficult time, I'm really moved by knowing that we love each other until we draw our last, last breath, you know, one of us or both of us or whatever that will be. It means I'll always have him at my side and he will always have me at his side. I believe that it gives us a confidence in the world, in who we are and who and what we're up to. You know, I, you know, I, I have seen or heard about through people, through clients or, you know, relationships where people threaten to leave as part of their move, you know, when they're dealing with stuff, you know, that's just kind of can rob a relationship each time. Um, But this isn't just coming from, you know, the challenging space this is coming from like really knowing that you are my life partner like i am traversing this world with you and you are walking in this world with me and in having that it just has this kind of settling space and i don't mean settled but just kind of a restful place of us to kind of our relationship to um sit in you know to be cradled in if you like that's number eight so these are our principles and of course you know many relationships who have you know there are many relationships who have stood the test of time who are that are rich and happy and um and will have their own principles and I'm curious always to hear your principles too if you've been in a relationship for a while and you or you've created and invented some things for yourselves in your relationship you know I'd love to hear from you you know and share with the community I've now set up a Facebook group and so you can head over to the page or you can head over to the group and start sharing you know what are the things that you have invented and created as principles for your relationship and they might have not been things you sat down and did as well, like we did. There could be things that's emerged as just as you've got been together. What are the things that you stand by as a couple, and that you could share that that share with with the community of she's got drive? This, you know, is a area where you know there are many people who I know are listening and go, well I don't have that you know I don't have that relationship and then maybe it would inspire you at the time when you do find that person that you have this kind of conversation together and you create your world and your life together if there are people who are trying to figure out is this the one you know I'm hoping that these principles will help you answer that question and for those of you who seek to find your life partner, maybe I do another episode because I've had, um, I've supported people around that pursuit before. And there's some things that come up time and time again in that. But this one is for those of you who are in relationship and, and want to take these principles and do what you will with it. I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. Now, I really, number one, I hope that you found that valuable and that you had some insights into if you were applying, how many of those principles do you have already in your relationship? There might be something that's similar. Is that something that feels um, current or is that something that you agreed at some point that doesn't feel current in your relationship? Um, Is that something, are there any of those things that you can... To start talking and discussing in your relationship is there something in that that you can apply to other relationships in your life you know as well so there are many many different ways that you can use it but however it is I hope that you found it valuable I hope for any user have it like maybe a, a um, food for thought and also could prompt discussions with your partner so let me know your thoughts on this episode at this time. You can go to um, shirleymccalpine.com forward slash um, contact me through my website, or you can also go to the She's Got Drive Facebook page and um, join the private community as well. Um, request to join and remember, cause I'm also doing the Tuesday t- trainings in there for the She's, the She's Got Drive community. And, let me know, I'm really interested in it. and the other thing I would say is, given that I've started the Tuesday training, so if there's anything that you'd be interested in getting into, and personal development, in, inside of you wanting to be designing your life, you want to be um, expanding the life that you have, we are in a moment in time where a number of people have being forced to look at their life differently so how do you want your life to be and any way that I can support in that then of course do let me know so if there's if you have a request around the kind of training that you would like I've um I've got some ideas because I've been been reaching out to people who are on my list Who've been like it? I think you get the newsletter, and they've been giving me some ideas through what they're dealing with and what I could be putting out on the Tuesday training. So look out for that. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. The music is by the awesome female band Blonde. The song is called Circles. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go well and stay well.